Thanks for listening to the ODI podcast, covering inspiring stories of data use and impacts around the world. This is one in a series of podcasts about standards as part of our research and development program. I'm Anna Scott, and today we're joined by Mike Thacker of Porism. Hi, Mike. Hi. If you could start off by introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your organisation. I'm Mike Thacker. I run a small company called Porism Limited, based in Brixton, South London. We're an SME, so we rely on making money from contracts. Uh, We do a lot of work with local government. As well as a commercial ethos, we have an objective to encourage the sharing of data, particularly in the public sector and particularly in local government, to encourage transparency and to improve efficiency in that sector. So as such, we've developed quite a few data standards and we help organisations, particularly English councils, to implement standardised ways of publishing and consuming open data. Great. And could you tell us a bit about the standards themselves that you've been involved in either developing or supporting? Yeah, there are three types of standard that we've been closely involved in. One is a set of taxonomies which describe the concepts which are used in local government. For instance, we've developed more than 10 years ago and we continually refine the local government standards list, which provides a uniform way of describing the 900 plus services that local authorities deliver. So Porism publishes that in ways that can be consumed by technical and non-technical people to link up what different councils may do in different ways, but give them the same name. So would they be things like planning or spending? The services that councils deliver cover everything from abandoned shopping trolleys to zoo licences. So they go through things like social care, waste collection, business services. And we link those services to legislation.gov.uk, which gives the powers under which councils are required to deliver services or their legal duty to deliver them such that people can use that data in a standardised way, irrespective as to where they come from. So that's the first of the three types of standard. The second type of standard we've developed is an inventory, which is an XML schema that provides a way of people documenting the open data sets that they're making public. And this is a standard that was developed by the local government standards body in conjunction with Porism, my company, the local government association and data.gov.uk. And it's been adopted by them, by Redbridge Council in their data share product, and by Data Mill North as an extension to the CCAN inventory of data sets to give us a way of exchanging information on what open data people keep and also what schemas those data sets conform with. The intention being to assist an ecosystem whereby the best standards used out there can be discovered and built on by others who are developing their own standards. The third type of standard we've developed is a set of CSV spreadsheet standards, which give simple spreadsheet formats for common data sets coming out of local government. So we've developed ones for planning applications, for premises licenses, for the location of public toilets, for spend information, 
contracts issued, senior salaries within local government. And we've worked with the local government sector and the Department for Communities and Local Government to help them implement a spreadsheet standard for brownfield land. So these are published in machine and human readable formats on our website and we provide, in conjunction with them, validation tools to check that data conforms to those schemas and tools whereby people taking the data can aggregate the data sets from multiple different locations to create one big data set that covers all the councils that have complied with the standard. You mentioned your services around schemas helped to identify the best types of standards so that others could use them. What makes them the best? Um, the users decide which is best. Our, our ethos in all the work we've done with the Local Government Association is to allow councils to see what one another are doing and decide whether or not they do things the same way or they do things their own way and implement localism. So our intention is to enable people to discover open data sets and discover the schemas with which those data sets conform and decide if they're suitable. And given that most councils are delivering the same services to the same legislation, chances are there'll be a large overlap. So it's often more efficient for them to adopt somebody else's standard. But it's very much up to them. We don't decide what's best. What kind of help is there to support people in local government to negotiate standards to start either adopting them or, or developing them if they need to? There are a lot of generic tools available and in our work with the Local Government Association we publish a variety of tools at opendata.esd.org.uk so for instance there they can look up common identifiers for things which might appear in their data sets for areas, council descriptors, type of service, etc. Um, we provide validation tools. We also link out to standard vocabularies which people might wish to use to standardise the way in which they describe things. But in terms of tools at a local level, local government is very much under-resourced and non-experts do need external support to help them adopt standards. Can I also just add that my company, as a result of work we've done with the Open Data Institute, has published a lot of guidance on adopting standards at the URL standards.porism.com. Great, and so you've mentioned lots of tools and services. Is there any other advice or insight that you'd give somebody involved in developing open standards for data? Yes, I have a few basic principles which I'd say adopt. Firstly, start by seeing if you genuinely do need a standard or if the burden can be put on a data consumer to standardise for a particular purpose. If you do need one, look at what's out there already and adopt what you can rather than reinvent the wheel. But then when you start developing, see what's in it for the data publishers as well as the consumers. Involve everyone and try and make it a win-win for everyone. Start simple, but design with a view to complexity so you don't have to revamp things later on. And when the standard starts to be adopted, promote quick wins to get take-up. Don't lose sight of objectives 
by letting people drag you off course for secondary requirements for a standard, but at the same time, look out for innovative ways in which your standardised data might be used. Mike Thacker, thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the ODI podcast, covering inspiring stories of data use and impacts around the world. This is one in a series of podcasts about standards as part of our research and development programme.